It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. We have been going through a desert of real Titans information for the last few weeks with our speculation about what could take place this offseason, serving as mirages as we wade our way through, looking for any kind of hydration. Well, our thirst was quenched at the NFL Combine, where General Manager John Robinson and Head Coach Mike Vrabel gave lengthy press conference interviews to answer some questions about how they see free agency at this moment in time, some critical names that we have talked about so far. Also gave us some good tidbits about their collaborative process, how they view the draft process, what they take from the combine, and gave us some analysis on the previous season as well. So some really good press conferences and some information that we desperately needed to hear at this moment in time with the combine starting now and free agency a little under a month away. So what we are going to do is go over the high I'm going to take some quotes from both the press conferences that I think are really, really interesting, talk to you guys about those and provide a little analysis there, and then in our second segment, we will hear John Robinson's answers in totality, and then we will finish off the show by hearing from head coach Mike Vrabel, who is a little spicy as always, and hear his entire answers as well. So a lot to get into. We finally got some water in this desert, Titans fans. Let's get it. It's no surprise that John Robinson's first few questions at his press conference were about the key free agents that the Titans have about to hit the opening market. He was asked about Ryan Tannehill's free agency, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, we'll 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 see how it goes. Um, you know, he, he he's under contract here for the next few weeks, and um, he did a great job for us. And um, you know, we'll we'll start those those talks and and see kind of where those go, and um, just like all the other players. That answer doesn't seem like very much, just seems like a pretty ambiguous, pretty vague answer about any free agent, but when you compare that to how John Robinson answered when asked about Derrick Henry's free agency, it does make you raise your eyebrow. Yeah, Derrick had, Derrick had a great year for us. I mean, he led the league in rushing. Um, he, he built off the second half of the 2018 season that he had. Um, he, he cares about his teammates. He works hard. Um, he's great in the community. And um, we're going to work through that one and, and, and do everything we can to try to keep him around. Whether John Robinson meant to or not, he was clearly more effusive about bringing back Derrick Henry and seemed more excited about the opportunity to do that than Ryan Tannehill. Whether that's some sort of tell or not, we don't know, but we can only watch for what the Titans do next. Robinson continued to get questions about free agents that he would like to sign, to which he answered this and gave a pretty matter-of-fact answer to finish off about how rosters change over the years. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's we, we, he's his contract up. So we'll have those contract negotiations um, with a lot of our players. And um, like I said, I want to try to keep as many of those guys on the team as possible. But the, the 2020 Titans, they're going to look different than the 2019 Titans. 
that that's the way it is. The 2019 Titans look different than the 2018 Titans. There's rookies that come in. Um, there's trades that happen. There's free agency. There's waiver claims. Um, and we told our team that. And, and they understand that. They're professional. Of course, head coach Mike Vrabel was asked about the same free agency decisions that the Tennessee Titans have to make this offseason. But what was noteworthy is how he talked about the process that him and general manager John Robinson have when deciding on how to build the roster. Again, we have a lot of players. Um with expiring contracts that's part of this um this business and and again excited that john has allowed me to to be involved with the process of bringing having a conversation of of how we want to put our football team together and you know we'll have to make decisions Um, free agency is a two-way street players have to have to want to be back and and teams have to make uh tough decisions on on who to bring back so you know we continue to have those conversations Vrabel then was asked about how the coaches help with the scouting process and gave great information about a technique that John Robinson, whose background was in college scouting, gave to the Titans coaching staff of watching players back-to-back. So Vrabel gave a fantastic answer about how he uses that to get better at scouting these players. The whole combine and evaluation, you have to watch the tape. Really, one thing that I... I've enjoyed doing with John is watching these guys back to back at the same position. So you put seven or eight players on there and you just watch them back to back and you can start to see, okay, maybe this is the guy that kind of creeps ahead. And then you use the combine and the interview um, and the workout or the individual workout or the pro day to try to, you know, make a profile of the player. But I think that's something that's really, I think, helped us is being able to watch those guys back to back and say, okay, that guy. You can see when he moves, maybe it moves a little quicker or when he puts his foot in the ground, um, he has a little bit better burst uh, maybe than the other two players. As the rumors surrounding Tom Brady run rampant, Vrabel was asked about the prospects of Tom Brady playing in Tennessee. You know, Tom's a teammate and a former teammate. He's a friend. He'll always be a friend. And, you know, I, I, I know with like a lot of people, he'll do what's best for him and his family. Um, and wherever that may be, I'm not sure. Like I said, guys, those are just some highlights for you to to get your appetite going, some things that I picked out that I thought were pretty interesting, some of the best pieces of information and answers that we got in there. We are going to move forward, and I'm going to let you guys hear these lengthy press conferences in totality. There was a lot to say, a lot of information to go over, so I want to make sure that you get every single piece of information that is available there. We are going to start with General Manager John Robinson and finish off with Head Coach Mike Vrabel. The audio is courtesy of TitansOnline.com. Matt Williamson brings the scouts perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. You got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen. He's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah, that's what throw a couple nuggets out on Allen. And I know he's a lot bigger a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted, and he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws, but his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts.
Let's start with general manager John Robinson. Uh, first off, congratulate Coach Jeff Fisher uh, on getting inducting in, into the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Um, storied career with the Titans, and um, you know, happy for him and, and, and his family. And just to touch on the 2019 season, proud of the coaches, proud of the players. Um, the run we were able to get on uh, there came up a little short in, in the end, but you know, guys bought into to what we wanted to be about as a football team um, after kind of a sluggish start and then midway through the season we're able to kind of catch fire and get rolling so yeah so you know that's it's and I'll just kind of address this as well we've got several um, guys uh, free agent wise whose contracts are up I've spoken to all those guys Um, we're working through that now we have uh, daily discussions uh, internally uh, about roster and how we're going to handle the roster Um, we've started some preliminary discussions uh, with some guys we'll continue to work through that um, I don't really have any updates on on where we're at, and I think you guys know me well enough. I don't really talk about uh, contracts and and stuff like that publicly. Yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, he, he he's under contract here for the next few weeks, and um, he did a great job for us. And um, you know, we'll we'll start those those talks and and see kind of where those go, and um, just like all the other players, sure. Um, you know that's that's a resource that that every team is allowed is 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 those uh, those tags. Um, if you if you can't work something out um, and say it's a bad thing, I don't know if it's a good thing. It's just a resource that we had to use. Um, but we got a lot of good we got a lot of good players. Uh, we want to try to keep as many good players on the team as possible, um, and we'll see how it goes. You know, yeah. I mean, I think all of our players know how how I feel about them personally and how. Um, the team feels about them them personally, but it's um, it, it, it is it is a business, and, and, and I'm charged with managing um, the contracts, um, the salary cap, all all of that. There's a lot that go that goes into that, certainly short term, but but also long term, because um, we're we want to be competitive, and and we want to be a, be fighting to get in the thing every single year. Same as it is with any other contract discussion, you know, that's, it takes it takes two sides to tango, um, and you know we'll have contract discussions with with a lot of our players, with with a lot of agents, um, and and try to do what's best for the team um, at the end of the day. As a team builder, you want to try to keep as many good players on your team for a long period of time, you know, as long as they're still, you know, performing and helping the team well and they're buying into what's what's going on. So I think it's a case-by-case basis, and um, we'll just kind of see if anybody falls into that case this year for us. Yeah, whatever the the window is, ever how long that is, you know, I don't know. um, I don't know that there's benefits or consequences for doing it one one way or the other. We haven't had to use it before. so we'll, we'll just kind of see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's, we, we, he's his contract's up. So we'll have those contract negotiations um, with a lot of our players. And um, like I said, I want to try to keep as many of those guys on the team as possible. But the, the 2020 Titans, they're going to look different than the 2019 Titans. That That's the way it is. The 2019 Titans look different than the 2018 Titans. There's rookies that come in. Um, there's trades that happen. There's free agency. There's waiver claims. Um, and we told our team that. And, and they understand that. They're professional. Yeah, I, I mean, players that are under contract that aren't on our team, like, I can't comment on those guys. I won't comment on those guys. Um, but, you know, we're just working through the process here at the Combine. And, um, you know, whenever that whenever that time opens up, we can you know negotiate with other players, regardless of what position they are, whenever that window opens up. Um, we'll 
attack that just like 31 other teams attacking. Yeah, Derek had a, Derek had a great year for us. I mean, he led the league in rushing. Um, he, he built off the second half of the 2018 season that he had. Um, he, he cares about his teammates. He works hard. Um, he's great in the community. And um, we're going to work through that one and, and, and do everything we can to try to keep him around. It, when, you, when, you, when, you do the deal, when you do a deal, regardless of the position, um, if the player works out, it looks great. If it doesn't work out, then I look like an idiot. You know, that's, that's the way it goes. That's what I signed up for. Um, but, yeah, you know, regardless of the position, you know, you asked about running back. I think, you know, if we get something done with, with Derek and um, – he has a great career, which we expect him to, and, and continue to build on what the foundation that he's laid here for us. Um, it'll be good for all of us. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got I think we've got several players on the team um, that that other teams around the league are are, are going to want. You know, um, that's a testament to the players uh, for coming in and, and performing at a level that that we expected them to. It's a testament to the coaches um, for. You know, them teaching those players, developing those players, inspiring those guys to go out on Sundays and help us win football games. And, um, you know, that's what's been bargained in, in, the, in the CBA is the, the, uh, the chance to hit free agency. And the guys that earn that, then that's, that's what it is. No, Ryan, I, I, like I said, Ryan, Ryan did, a, he did a great job. We, we watched a lot of film on him when he was with the Dolphins um, and, and felt really good about um, him coming to our team. And that's why we made the trade. So um, he, had, he had a good year. And, um, you know, we'll just kind of see how it goes from here. Yeah, so I mean, it's I mean, I think there's there's a there's a lot of good players in this draft. Um, we're kind of in a different spot, which it's a good spot. It means we had a good season. We're down at 29, but I like to be in the the top 10 and, and have a shout at one of those guys up there. Sure, but that means we didn't win very many football games. Um, so this is a this is a good problem uh, to have. So, you know, I think I think all the all the position groups are, are pretty deep. I think the old line's got some pretty good depth to it. I think the receiver position and the running back position have good depth to it. Um, on the back end, the secondary. Um, um, got some longer corners. It seems like there's some, you know, there's some length at the corner position. Um, so I'm excited this week to get down and get in to sit with these guys and talk to them and get to know them as people, because uh, I think that's paramount is getting to know these players as people. Yeah, it's it's um, I, I, this is going to be an active one for us for for sure. Um, but again, I think that's a testament to the players. It's going to be challenging um, for myself and, and and trying to make sure everything fits. But I think we, we've built a culture. Um, Nashville is a great city. Um, we, it's it's a guys have fun playing football for the Tennessee Titans, and I think that you know the guys that were on this team. Hopefully, you know we can that our con- whose contracts are up that we can keep those guys around because I think that you know, the grass isn't always greener sometimes it is um, but I, but I know what we've got in Nashville well I think that's what we do on a on a daily and, and weekly and monthly basis is we scout what's in the league you know we do that back when you go back to the preseason those guys when the rosters are at 90 man where there's 90 guys on the roster um, you're scouting the entire league to see who's going to become available the same thing goes through the season you're scouting those teams because you never who's going to become available by a trade and then those guys whose contracts you know are going to expire, you scout those guys like you do the draft and try to make a determination how they're going to fit your football team, um, balance that with the draft, balancing that with the players that you're going to try to resign. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's it, Those guys, they, they, it, it's, it's length, it's, it's coordination. You know, Conklin was a guy that, that played on the left side at Michigan State, um, and he, he, was, he was a big, square-bodied, powerful player. Um, 
was a good athlete, and we thought that he could make that transition uh, over to the right side. And then, so you evaluate the film, and then I think you you've got to go spend some time with them. You got to go to their pro day. You got to have a private workout with those guys. You got to get them in a right hand in a, in a right tackle stance. There's a lot of guys that play in a left tackle stance their entire career, and that's all they know. Their muscle memory is trained to be a left tackle. So flipping over to the right side. It's a little different, and you want to see how quickly they can make that adjustment. Yeah, well, we got we got a couple months uh, that I got a couple hurdles. I got to I got to try to try to get over before before we get to that. But those guys uh, did a nice job for us, and I'm really glad they finished the season out the way they did. Yeah, it's so it's it's different, you know. That um, you know the work the workouts in in prime time that's going to be you know kind of new for us. Um, our interviews with the with the players are kind of sparsed in the day a little bit, and some at night. Um, I've been in the in the coaching interview sessions, the kind of the big pool of players at night. Um, have gotten to talk to probably fifteen or twenty players in there, so um, I've gotten some good exposure to the players. It seems to be working so far, and we'll see how the you know the rest of the week goes. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we'll we'll see kind of how that how that goes. Um, that's you know, whoever you know, whoever's carrying the ball, if they're if, if they're making yards and and helping us win football games, um, you you keep feeding them. So you know, we'll just kind of see how we're going to build the roster, whether it's that position or another position, to complement the players that we got. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm trying to spend some time down in those coaches' interviews to get down there and and and. and you know, it's not a set down 18 minute, 15 minute, like direct interview, but you at least kind of get to know the personality of the player a little bit. Yeah, I think I mean, we've got a pretty, we got a pretty good, um, pretty good one on our football team. Uh, they played safety at at, um, at middle. Um, you, you watch the film, and, and I said it all the time when when we ended when we ended up taking uh, Kevin. Um, I think he had 17 or 18 interceptions. You don't you don't stumble into 17 or 18 interceptions. You're doing something pretty good. Um, so our scouts do a great job and, and work tirelessly trying to to find those players. Um, you know, certainly the guys that are here we've evaluated, but really evaluating um, every player that's available for the draft and how that might be able to help our team. Yeah, I mean he's been working hard. You know, he had the injury there and. Um, and, and lost the season, um, but but he, he's he's been attacking the rehab process. Um, I've seen him out on the field working with our trainers. Um, he's in good shape. He looks good. Um, I know he's itching to get back and 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 show what he's capable of doing. And um, yeah, we're excited to work with him this spring whenever the players can come back. Yeah, work it work work it working hard. Um, you know, had some had some stuff and another injury. You know plague season and uh but but he's fight he's fighting to get back yeah there's a, i mean there's a lot of good players in free agency you know it's at, at every position really and that's again i spoke on it earlier that's kind of what we do is is we scour through um create it like a draft board if you will for you know uh, free agents and and how we see those guys relative to the players on our team draft a what we need to draft good football players as many good football players as we can get we'll take them yeah there's some good ones yeah there's there's some good ones there's um you know, it's um, it's it's been fun to watch those guys back to back to back. We did some of that this past uh, last week and the week before, um, comparing this player to that player and that player to this player. You know, there's obviously, like I said earlier, there's going to be some players that you know we're not going to have the luxury of taking because they're going to be gone. Um, but I think there's some guys throughout the throughout all of the rounds that we can find that can you know help our football team. No, it, I mean it was business as usual for us. We had our we had our draft meetings in December. Um, the scouts we went to the scouts went to the East West Shrine game. I was at the Senior Bowl. Um, 
we had our February draft meetings. Uh, we had our, our, our free agency meetings. So, um, no, it was we, we were prepped and ready. Nothing, you know, nothing really slowed down our process. And um, hopefully next year it gets extended another couple weeks. Last one. Yeah, I think when there's when there's a player that that you like, you have to look at the team. A, a where are you picking? Um, and the teams ahead of you and kind of at least within striking distance of jumping you. Um, and you, you see, you, you try to track um, what that player has done throughout the course of the spring. And, and if he's had some interaction with maybe one of those teams that you're a, that you're a little hesitant that might take the guy, then you know you, you've got to get ahead of the guy or that team to get your player. We are going to jump into head coach Mike Vrabel's press conference next to cap off the show. Head coach Mike Vrabel has a lot to say. He talks about the free agency. He talks about his draft process and scouting. He gets really spicy in there when asked about his team's speed and how their need for an upgrade and a speed roll on offense. So you will definitely know which one I am talking about there. Mike Vrabel is spicy as ever as we typically will see him in these press conferences. He talks about the additions to his coaching staff, Jim Haslett, Anthony Midget. He talks about Nate Davis quite a bit, talks about improvements that the team does need to make and situationally where they need to get better from last year. So I thought Mike Vrabel gave a lot of good information in this press conference i hope you guys enjoy well right now working through the process of of who's going to be you know running the uh the defensive side of us Uh, i'm really excited about the staff but i am working through that process of of doing what's best for the the players and and the titans but excited about the group of guys that we have and um you know about how we expect to play defense with the titans well i'll never be uh as you can tell i'll never be too thin as, as as you can see um i missed too many meals but you know, my job is to always do what's best for the team, and you know, my role as the head coach is to be um, to be around and be in meetings. I think that's one of my my strengths that I feel like I can go in and be involved in in the offense and the defense and the special teams. Uh, that will continue, um, you know, whatever path that we go down. Well, veteran, you know, veteran presence. It, it's um, it's a knowledgeable football coach, is passionate football coach, um, a guy that coached me uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, I think he'll be a great veteran presence for our, um, you know, our young group of inside linebackers. I, you know, right now I'm still working through that process, and you know, there's there's a lot of chances, but um, you know, right now Jim's just you know focused on on coaching the inside linebackers and learning that position and, and getting to know uh, those players. You know, Kamale, I always appreciated um, his effort, and I think that was the first thing that I that I recognized and wanted to. To make sure that that he knew was that you know guys that play hard for our football team and play with a great effort and finish, um, you know we're going to try to find places for. And you know, I think that he had always wanted to make plays and, and do well. And, and sometimes in doing that, you know, created um, some open areas uh, in other places. And just talked to him about doing his job and making the plays that he was supposed to make, and that would be plenty. Uh, he did that uh, down the stretch and was proud of him, uh, how he played and his effort and his, and his toughness. And, and again, it wasn't perfect, but, but I could always count on great effort from Kamale. 
Will we be looking at running back options? Absolutely. You know, I think that we always look, you know, John, um, I appreciate um, John's um, willingness to involve me in the process of um, finding the right players for, for our team. And that will be um, at all positions, quarterback, running back, offensive line, defensive line. Cor- I mean, we're, we're going to try to find the best players uh, and the right fit for our team. Um, you, you know, I think in this league, um, you, you know, you're going to have to find ways to affect the quarterback, and you can either uh, be in really tight coverage, or you can, or you can rush the passer. So, um, you know, we, we're going to try to do things that that get us to to rush the passer, whether that by scheme or personnel. So it's important. You know, again, I loved his attitude and his and his. Um, he, he was excited to learn, and I think that um, we needed to get him healthy and, and get him right and from what I've seen at the end of the season when he was training and, and you know, working with Frank off on the side and the trainers it looks like a player that you know we'll be able to work with there in April and, and see where he's at well it, you know nobody loves Johnny more than me you know I love his attitude in the meetings and I can count on him um, being engaged in the meetings and focused and, and willing to learn and study and improve and the more that we um, asked of him um, the, the, the more that he did. And, and so he, you know, whether we hand the football to him or toss it to him or get him in the open field, uh, made some great catches um, as the season wore on. And, um, you know, excited to keep working with Jonu. And, you know, we're, we're going to try to feature, you know, um, the players that, that can help us win. And, and Jonu is one of those. Um, you know, Ryan did a lot of great things for us. He came in in a, in a tough situation, uh, led our football team. And, you know, all those players that have expiring contracts, you know, that's it's John's job and my job to help um, put our football team together. And uh, we continue to have those conversations. I want all our best, I want our really good players all to, all to come back. You know, that's how that goes. Well, he was physical. He was durable. Um, you know, takes great care of himself and uh, was able to, uh, to, to give us that spark that we needed that, that we felt like was going to help us uh, do some things not only to get in the playoffs, but to be successful, you know, in the playoffs. And um, that that goes with with the running game, with taking care of the football, playing great defense, fundamentals and technique. Uh, and I know the old line was extremely happy and did a great job for him. The tight ends, the receivers, you know, it's not just one guy that uh, you know you hand him the ball and and see what he can do. There's a lot of guys that go into to, to making things work on offense and on defense. You know, I, this is I usually just ask the players if. If they're okay, and I've, I've never had a player say, "No, I'm not not okay to to get the ball," or, or you know, be tired. No, you know, do you want to play? Yeah. So that's usually how I handle it. It's like coming, you know, if you're a pass rusher, you, you want to come out of the game in two minutes. No, I'll stay in there and rush. Again, we have a lot of players um, with expiring contracts. That's part of this um, this business, and and. Again, excited that John has allowed me to to be involved with the process of bringing, having a conversation of, of how we want to put our football team together, and you know we'll have to make decisions. Um, free agency is a two-way street. Players have to have to want to be back, and and teams have to make uh, tough decisions on on who to bring back. So, you know, we continue to have those conversations. You know, I think consistency is a, a huge part of uh, success, um, prolonged success to be able to do it over and over and repeatedly um, play at a high level. Um, so, again, we're all working to, to try to be more consistent, try to be more consistent players and, uh, and, and more consistent coaches. Uh, with 31 pre-snap penalties on offense, 
So when we complain about how we are on third down, um, that would be one thing to to fix and not make it third and seven um, or make it second and, and 13 and, and try to convert those long yarded situations by not uh, having pre-snap penalties. Um, you know, defensively, we have to continue to improve our, you know, our red zone. We went from first to, to last or close to last, and, and we have to find out why uh, and do a better job there. You know, we weren't, uh, you know, we're good in third down. We're good in, you know, the run game. But, but again, when you, when you can be really good in the red zone, you can keep teams, uh, make them kick field goals. You have a chance to win games. Offensively, we have to run more plays. You know, we had the, the second most uh, yards per play, but we had the third fewest plays. And we've got to run more plays. It doesn't take a genius to understand that. We just have to find ways to convert uh, and be better on third down. Well, it's not that we're going fast. I mean, you can, you can run plays and you can run them fast and go three and out. Uh, it's not about, it's, you know, the tempo and the speed, you know, uh, the Chiefs huddle every play. You know, that's just what they do. And they run plenty of plays, and, but they're efficient. You know, they convert um, third down. And so we have to do better and stand. You know, we made a commitment after the bye week of figuring out why we were not very good. It was because we were in too many third and longs. And so uh, the numbers will tell you that the, the less time you can spend in third and long and, and the more time you can spend in third and three or four, uh, you're going to convert more third downs and, and then you know, continue those drives. We've had those conversations all year about, you know, why aren't you getting this guy the ball more? Or why isn't this guy doing it? Well, we've we got to be able to run more plays to, to get those players uh, that we want to f- focus on, whether it be the tight end, the receiver, the runner. Um, we have to have more plays to get those guys the opportunity to, to make plays for us. Sure, there's a lot of guys, you know, that whether it's, um, you know, I, I don't know what element was missing. We threw the ball over people's head. Uh, plenty. We threw it to AJ on a, on a four-yard route, and he ran 70 yards. So, I'll get back with you, and you can you can tell us what we need and what we're missing. When you look at this- Seven yards of play, second in the NFL. The whole combine and evaluation. You have to watch the tape. It, it really, one thing that I I've enjoyed doing with John is watching these guys back to back at the same position. So you put seven or eight players on there, and you just watch them back to back, and you can start to see. Okay, maybe this is the guy that kind of creeps ahead and then you use the combine and the interview um, and the workout or the individual workout or the pro day to try to you know make a profile of the player but I think that's something that's really I think helped us is being able to watch those guys back to back and say okay that guy you can see when he moves maybe it moves a little quicker or when he puts his foot in the ground um, he has a little bit better burst uh, maybe than the other two players a very accurate passer um, you know, a player that uh, has got great command of the pocket. You know, we try to mix um, some of the three-man rushes up on him, and, and when he sees that, a lot of quarterbacks will just ex- you know escape the pocket and go out of the pocket where we where we want him to go. And um, you know, Tom did a great job of staying in the pocket when we when we mix some of those three-man rushes in. Um, a great command of, of the offense. He's a great leader. I, I, I tell the players and, and the coaches that whoever comes in the meeting room. Uh, on April 20th, that's who I'll coach. And whoever shows up, when we end up getting to 53 guys and 10 guys on the practice squad, um, I'll, I'll do my best to coach them and, and try to put the players in the best position, not only to help themselves, but, but to help the team. And, and that's really been my stance uh, for as long as I can remember. Well, I mean, John and I have those conversations every single day about, you know, how, how do we want our football team to look? Um, 
you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to commit to doing things uh, how we believe uh, is best, and that's to play with great effort and finish, to concentrate on the details, um, to eliminate foolish penalties, and to uh, take care of the football and, and try to turn it over. Those, those aren't going to change. Uh, those are what we call team keys, and those are going to stay the same uh, as long as I'm the head coach. All we were looking for is a great attitude in his rehab, and he attacked his rehab. Um, Jeff's a, a, a great young man to be around. Uh, he cares a lot about his teammates. I would say he's an unbelievable teammate. Um, I, I appreciated the fact, and I know our coaches did and our organization did, um, that, he, that he pushed through um, some discomfort as he was working through um, his rehab and his return to play. Um, and, and as you watch, I think that there's a lot of plays that he impacted, and he was uh, very disruptive. Uh, but there is the exciting thing is there's a lot of room for improvement uh, in technique and pad level. Um, those are all great things. You know, probably those conversations that I may have had with Dean saying, hey, look, let's go with this, and that I, you know, that, that's one less avenue. Um, I'm very, you know, I know what we call every, you know, every play on defense and on offense and on special teams and um, try to have input and, and help uh, in all three of those phases. So, you know, that would probably eliminate one, um, one chain of command or one, one communication going to, to, to Dean and Dean going to, to the linebacker. It depends on the day. You know, there's, there's a lot of times that, you know, we're talking before the play or I'll have something that I want called on third down. And, you know, when, whenever, you know, hey, Arthur, I'd like to run this. That's kind of how it goes. You know, Tom's a teammate and a former teammate. He's a friend. He'll always be a friend. And, you know, I, I, I know with like a lot of people, he'll do what's, what's best for him and his family. Um, and wherever that may be, I'm not sure. Sure. And, and I think it's important that everybody has their own personality. You guys have your own personality. You know, Teron's got a certain style. Whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, he's got his own style. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, Midge is composed. He, he's very um, – he is different than Kerry. And, and I think that that will be really good. I think he's got a lot of knowledge and – a lot of range in our defense. Having having coached with with Anthony um, in Houston, you know I'm excited that that he's going to be able to to, uh, to bring a lot of knowledge to to the to the secondary. I, I I just think that having watched um, these guys interact and talk through defense as we've been watching, you know in the off season and the cut ups and how he can enhance and say hey we we kind of ran into these same issues and this is kind of what we did and books like okay, you know and I've watched these guys. Um, you know, books helped him with our terminology and, and what maybe we called something differently than they called it in Houston. I've watched Anthony work with book about, hey, let's maybe look at tweaking this or, you know, how, how we're going to do things to, to make things better. You, you know, Nate, I would say would be a versatile player. I don't think that right now, um, you know, that's something that we could we could look at. But um, here, here's what I know about Nate. His, his first game in the NFL uh, was was in Atlanta. It was on the road. It was loud. Um, you know, Grady Jarrett is a, is a great player, and I know that Nate lined up across from him and he blocked him, and he didn't flinch and he didn't turn it down. Um, so it was promising. And again, we're going to work through a lot of other things as the season went along. But he improved and he, and he played against some really good players, and he got beat sometimes. But sometimes he he blocked his guy, you know, five yards downfield on on a run plays, and you know, he picked up games and, and helped us, you know, create a really good pocket. So those are all things that I was. Um, proud of him for and I know that he's only going to get better well I think when you can have a team that holds um, players hold each other accountable um, then you can really have a chance to succeed in this league 
Um, I think that I can only do so much as far as holding players accountable. I, I do that every single day, um, and it's part of my job, and I enjoy it. But when players can hold each other accountable and understand the system and, and be able to coach players as well, um, sometimes uh, you know a teammate is can be the best coach uh, that you can have. As I was saying to start the show, guys, it was just nice to get some Titans information. You know that the general manager, the head coach, are kind of going to duck questions. They can't give you too much information or too much inside information, I should say. But we did get a lot of good insight, I felt like, from both guys. So it was nice to have that. And and we'll know more in the coming weeks as free agency gets closer and closer and as the combine interviews take place and we just get more information on who the Titans are scoping out. I'll make sure to bring all of that information to you every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. So make sure that you are subscribing on whatever platform you stream your podcast. Make sure you're following me at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter as well. I will be back with you guys tomorrow. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans. for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite MLB team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.